You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's play it, everybody, on a Wednesday, August 1st and a Thursday, August 2nd. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt Derry. We welcome you back to the podcast and the show. We've been off for about a week and a half. And boy, it feels weird to be talking again and speaking, but it's the first time that I've actually been using my voice in over a week. I'll explain coming up in a little bit and why we've been on hiatus here for Locked On Lions. But thank you for listening and joining me and sticking with us here on Megaphone.fm, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in today. Locked On Lions today proudly brought to you by our friends at NordicTrack.com and by Vivid Seats. Check them out at VividSeats.com. We explain, we'll explain about those two sponsors as well coming up. All right, podcast is back. We are back with Lions coverage. Training camp is underway. We're five days into training camp. I want to get into the Darius Slay scare from today as he had to leave a practice for a little bit. Thank goodness he's okay. We'll talk about the offensive line, the comments that TJ Lang made the other day. When will Ziggy Ansa be on the field? But more importantly, what about Devon Kennard? We'll get into that coming up today. The three most impressive Lions so far at training camp from the people that I've talked to that have been there on a daily basis. We'll tell you who those three guys are coming up in a little bit right here on Locked On Lions. Again, my name is Matt Derry. Welcome you into the podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter, Derry Speaks, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. All right, quickly, where have I been? Why has the podcast gone away? Uh, I have been through pure hell for the last couple uh, for the last 48 hours or 24 hours to be exact. And I'll explain what's going on. Uh, my voice, if you haven't noticed, if you listen to the podcast, or you checked me out on the Matt Shepard radio show last week. Uh, my voice has been shot for about six or seven months. Um, back in 2013, my last year at 97 won the ticket uh, right around May when I turned 40. Uh, I had a polyp removed from my left vocal cord. I was hoarse, so I was having a hard time talking. I was doing those Pistons post-game shows after a long day at the ticket, doing updates, and then going up to do the Pistons, and I couldn't talk. I basically was so hoarse and had to jack up the headphones so loud that my voice was gone. Uh, Dr. Adam Rubin, my guy at Lakeshore ENT, took great care of me, removed the polyp surgically. I had to shut it down for three weeks, and the rest is history. Well, you know, fast forward to 2017-18, this year, and, you know, I teach during the day, during the school year at U of D Jesuit High School. I, I'm blessed to be there and enjoying teaching communications and media and journalism to the fellas. But my voice was getting hoarse again, and it was becoming a problem. Not as bad as it was when I was at the ticket, but I had to go see somebody. I, I did some phys, uh, voice therapy. Uh, I went and saw Adam Rubin again. And it turned out that last week I had, under, I had to undergo another surgery for inflammation, and he found another smaller nodule or polyp on my vocal cord again. So again, shut me down for an entire week. I went and saw him this morning and he cleared me to talk and to do what I love to do best, which is the podcast, which is communicating with you, which is talking. That's what I do for a living, but it's been a struggle and to make matters worse. Yesterday, uh, I woke my stepson up. I have my daughter here with me. We're hanging out and uh, my stepson is a, a catcher in a place for travel baseball uh, go muck dogs. And, uh, he's a catcher and he wants to, to pitch as well. And, and really has not pitched much before I said, Hey, let's go up to the field and let's throw a few balls around. So I played the role of, you know, 45 year old stepdad without a catcher's mid catcher and made that mistake because he was throwing hard. 
and one got away from him a little bit. I tried to lean out and get it uh, down to my crouch on this dirty field. And it turns out I have fractured my ring finger to the point where I have to undergo surgery tomorrow. So I had surgery last Thursday for a vocal cord issue, and I'm having surgery tomorrow for a fractured ring finger. I mean, it is like the bone's in big trouble. There's ligament damage. It's just been torture. So tomorrow, I was supposed to go to Lions practice. And I want to thank Eamon Reynolds, the new director of media relations, for credentialing me. Uh, We set it up. I was going to come down there on Thursday. I was going to be back in Allen Park for the first time in who knows how long and check out practice, do a bunch of interviews and talk to players and and bring you great coverage. Well, that probably will be moved to next week. Probably Monday I'll go down there. But uh, so I can't even go to Lions tomorrow. I was going to go see Freddie down at Freddie the Pizza Man, the whole thing. So it's been kind of a crazy week. But I've had all these thoughts about the Lions and I haven't been able to talk. I've literally been shut down. So that's where the podcast has been. And my apologies for not bringing you content, but we're back today, and I hope you enjoy what we're going to bring you. And hopefully Monday, I will have sound, we'll have audio, interviews, I'll I'll grab as many guys as I can for a couple minutes um, that they'll let me. But I want to thank the Lions, too, for for credentialing me and getting me back in there uh, next week. All right, as far as what's gone on over the last week... And where the Lions are is they've started training camp and their five, six, uh, what their first practice was Friday and they had an off day. So they're, they're, they've practiced now for five days. Uh, the people that I've talked to in Allen Park, whether it's writers, whether it's sources close to the team, they've told me that this is a physical, physical training camp and that Matt Patricia has stressed uh, dominating up front. They start every day working on goal line. And I love that. That is completely awesome. Why? Because you guys know, going back to last year, maybe the transition point, the turning point for their issues last year were that Steeler game. The home game against Pittsburgh on Sunday night football where the team got in the red zone, the team got inside the five-yard line and just could not score. And then you recall the fourth down that they didn't get inside the two. Next thing you know, Ben Roethlisberger hits Juju Smith-Schuster like from 97 yards out, and the game was over. The Lions could never consistently find a way to punch it in last year on goal-to-go situations. And now what is Matt Patricia and the Lions doing? They're admitting we have a weak spot. All right, we have a, we have a spot we need to work on. And why not stress it and go with it more each and every day? So starting training camp these last few days with goal line work and getting that out of the way and putting it as a stressor when guys are fresh, when it's the first quarter of, of, of a practice, when their bodies are fresh, I think is a is a great thing and a tremendous thing for the Lions. And I credit Matt Patricia and the staff for for pointing that out. As far as what the Lions need to do to be better up front in those goal-to-go situations, it starts with the offensive line, for sure. And I love what T.J. Lang had to say yesterday at training camp when he was asked about the O-line last year. And he flat-out said, we took our lumps last year. Now, Pro Football Focus and my buddy Brett Whitefield, who's there and Brett checked in on me the other day to make sure I, I was doing all right, which I appreciate. The big thing is the, the folks at PFF, we love profootballfocus.com here at Lockdown Lions. They rank the Lions offensive line eighth out of 32 NFL teams. That's pretty good. When you're talking about Taylor Decker, uh, Rick, Fra- uh, Rick, Rick Franklin, Rick Wagner at the, gar- at the tackles, TJ Lang and Frank Ragnow at the guards, and Graham Glasgow at center. And yes, Ragnow has worked a little bit at center in, in camp, but mostly at guard. I think this offensive line has a chance to be 
really, really good. And you have to hope Wagner steps up and has a better year. You know T.J. Lang's going to have a better year. Uh, he's going to be healthy and healthier than he was last year. Uh, another year, Graham Glasgow at center, where he's learning still. He's a pretty good football player. Not great, but pretty good. Ragnow seems to be doing well. And Taylor Decker's uh, healthy. And there's going to be op- actual depth on that offensive line. So, and again, the Lions have somebody admitting publicly that they made some mistakes last year. And they took their lumps. And TJ Lang said, we want to make sure that doesn't happen again. And a huge transaction that this team made, not only was hiring Patricia, but the firing of offensive line coach Ron Prince is a gigantic step in the right direction. Because you can almost sense already from the people that I've talked to that the players are already buying into what Jeff Davidson's bringing to the table and didn't buy into Prince at all. And that that relationship was toxic. He was a problem as an, as an assistant coach. And if that's the case, how hard are these guys going to work for their position coach? Not very hard at all. So goal line work, offensive line admitting their issues last year and creating some, some change, I think is a very, very good thing. Um, for sure. I want to get to this Darius Slay and Devon Kennard uh, news in a second. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends at NordicTrack.com. Guys, you know all about NordicTrack, right? Sometimes it's hard to find time to go to the gym. You don't want to spend the money to go to the gym. You don't want to leave the house. You've got a busy schedule. All right, what do you want to do? What you want to do is you want to check out Nordic Track. They have a series of training equipment to give you amazing workouts in the convenience of your own home, including treadmills, right? Exercise bikes, incline trainers, and and strength. All right. You can join high energy streamed workouts any time of the day too without stepping out the door at NordicTrack.com. Join the stream workouts in both studios and exotic destinations around the world, whatever you want to do. Start your day with a run through the streets of Paris. And end with cross-training on the shores of Thailand or work out on the African safari. Workouts are are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure you to meet your fitness goals. And that's the benefits of going to NordicTrack.com. All right, a little call to action for you. For Lockdown Lions listeners, a special offer. Listen's going to get, listener's going to get, I'm still still working on speaking, folks, $75.00. Off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash locked on. That's L O C K E D O N, locked on. Use the offer code. Again, visit nordictrack.com slash locked on. All right. And use the offer code <clears throat> locked on at checkout to save $75 off your purchase. 75 bucks off your purchase. It's all there for you, my friends, at nordictrack.com. All right, so a little bit of a scare today at the um, morning practice in Allen Park, and thank goodness that that he's okay because this would have been an unmitigated disaster. But Darius Slay appeared to limp off the field today. Not appeared, he did limp off the field today with what was an apparent ankle injury. And this is what was scary about last week, too, when Marvin Jones uh, landed funny and was down on on the ground clutching his knee is that these practices are going to get physical under Matt Patricia. These practices are going to get physical when they wear pads back-to-back days like they did on Monday and Tuesday. (coughs) Excuse me. So today Slay turning an ankle. The good news is that Darius Slay returned to practice and was back on the field. Um, He is the most important player, not named Matthew Stafford, on this Lions team. 
Now, some could argue it's Decker. Some could argue it's it's uh, um, Ziggy Yonza. Darius Slay shuts down half the field. And in a passing league, this guy is just tremendous. And he's a Pro Bowl player, and he's a star. And for Darius Slay, to me, if Darius Slay is going to turn an ankle, I almost don't want him going back on the field. You know, you almost want to be like, just just let him sit out. But the one thing that we've seen from some of the guys that have gotten hurt, uh, Marvin Jones, LeGarrette Blunt, Darius Slay, is that, um, you know, he's fine. These guys are all, these guys all want to be back out there. Uh, as we get into the pre exhibition season, that's a different story. If Darius Slade turns an ankle a couple of days, a couple of days for a preseason game, I don't want to see him back out there uh, at all. So it looked like a right leg injury. Trainers looked at him, <clears throat> had his helmet on, went back out on the field, and that's a good sign. Uh, he is he is such an important part of what the Lions are doing, especially defensively. All right, speaking of defense, Devon Kennard today was activated off of the non-football injury list and practiced for the first time. Ziggy Ansah remains on PUP and is not practiced yet, and who knows when he'll practice. But one thing I've noticed from talking to some people down in Allen Park is that if is not going to be healthy, and look, he hasn't been healthy in years, and I think this is his last year here. We talked about it before I, I went on this little break here. Devon Kennard, the free agent pickup from the Giants, could be that guy off the edge that the Lions are going to need to get double-digit sacks. So when he started a training camp last week on the non-football injury list, and again, the Lions aren't going to tell you what's going on with him. That's part of the protocol. Uh, that's really going to hurt. I think Kerry Hyder's doing all right. I know the Lions are looking for somebody else to step up on that D-line. Deshaun Hand's been injured. But to get Kennard back today and to make sure that he's healthy for those workouts next week with the Raiders and for that first preseason game in Oakland is very, very important. He is a guy that is an up-and-comer, and we may look up and say could be one of the better free agent signings of all time in Detroit if he can get to the quarterback. And I believe Devon Kennard is, is going is gonna to be that guy that we might be saying to ourselves, well, the Lions never really addressed their pass rush because Kennard's listed as a linebacker. But I think as a hybrid pass rushing linebacker slash D end, that's a guy to watch for. And today, again, he was activated off of the non-football injury list. So that's a big deal, a very big deal. Again, any thoughts you have on anything we've talked about here, check me out on Twitter and send me a tweet at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Also, the Matt Derry Facebook uh, fan page as well. Uh, I want to get to the three players that have been the most impressive so far in Allen Park from the people that I have talked to, because we definitely got to do that. Uh, we'll do that in a second. I want to remind you about our friends at Vivid Seats. If you're looking for tickets, all right, NFL is back. The place to go is vividseats.com. All right, they're an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing you, the fans, of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. All right, Vivid Seats offers great prices for Lions and NFL games, all live events. All right, we got the locked, we got the NFL back soon. All right, locked on listeners, you guys can receive 10% off your first purchase with our friends at Vivid Seats. All you got to do is go to vividseats.com, download the podcast, and enter promo code LOCKEDON. All right, one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON. New customers only, offer good through the end of August. All right, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. All right, 
They take great care of you, Vivid Seats. Hall of Fame game taking place next Thursday. Are you dying to go to camp to see the Bears and Ravens? Go online to vividseats.com. Don't sit around watching the Lions at home. When you go to Ford Field in the crowd, thanks to our friends at Vivid Seats. All right? It's pretty simple. Again, visit Vivid Seats, offering Locked On Lions listeners 10% off your first ticket order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. All right? Preseason, regular season tickets available now. Whatever you want to do, get it done at vividseats.com. The NFL is back, and Vivid Seats wants to help you get into the game. That's vividseats.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 10% off your first order. All right, so it's great to be back on this Lockdown Lions podcast and being back with you. We're going to have guests. I'm going to be down there hopefully Monday. A ton of sound and audio for you. Uh, shout out to everybody that checked in with me and made sure that uh, uh, we weren't like ever coming back. We are back, and thank you for doing that. Um, as far as the three players that so far have turned heads in Allen Park five days into training camp, number one, or five practices into training camp. Again, they opened up uh, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, off yesterday, back today. So five practices in. Three players to to, to listen for, uh, to look at so far. Number one, Frank Ragnow, moving bodies. Whether it's at left guard, whether it's at center, and it's mostly been at left guard, the Lions' first-round pick has been very, very impressive from people that I've talked to in Allen Park about everything that he's done. And yes, <coughs> I've even heard the term pad level when he had the pads on so the lions really addressed that offensive line in the draft and in free agency the last, in two years frank rag now could be a difference maker and they might be putting him a left guard and he'll sit there for 10 years so the first name that i've heard that people really really like and he's been great and he's been dominant is frank rag now second one marvin jones one-handed catches catches in the uh in the red zone making plays remember he was one of the names I listed as maybe somebody that could make a, a Pro Bowl this year. And Marvin Jones, I think, hears the critics. I think he sees when people say, not a burner, might not be quick enough. But so far, he has had a tremendous camp. He had that scare the other day with the injury. He's fine. And I think the Lions are going to like what they have in Marvin Jones and Golden Tate and Kenny Galladay this year. And I think with Jim Bob Cooter with a little fire and a little heat under his seat, I think we'll be utilizing those weapons even more. Third name that I've heard that's been pretty good so far is the rookie carry on Johnson Had a huge run the other day uh, for a touchdown during practice uh, quickness. Uh, they love what he's doing in, in, in goal line situations already. So, you know, your first two rookies being this impressive so far is good. Now, again, it has to translate to the games. These guys can be practice all-stars all they want and get to the game <clears throat> and I've missed assignments and fumbles and everything else. But I've heard nothing but good things so far about the Lions' second-round pick, on Johnson. I think what's concerning to me is that all three of the guys I've mentioned to you, Ragnow, Jones, and Johnson, are all on the offensive side of the ball. What about the defense? Who's going to step up? You know, we Tease Tabor seems to be having a great attitude and looks to be the part so far, but at times cornerbacks are getting beat. Um, you know, what about the linebacking core? Is Jared Davis improving? Who's getting to the pass rusher? How will Kennard look now that he's healthy again? Kerry Eider seems to be okay. I know Matt Patricia was asked about him today and said, hey, look, you know, he's come back off of injured reserve, and you know he's working really hard. Who's going to get to the quarterback? Who's going to stop the run? How many of these guys defensively are going to follow the lead of guys like Darius Slay, Glover Quinn, and, and, and get better? 
because the Lions defense needs to be off the field and gets gets Matt, and to get Matthew Stafford on the field. Um, but so far, the three names that I've heard that have been the most impressive, again, Marvin Jones, on Johnson, and Frank Ragnow. All right, that'll do it. I'll wrap it up uh, as we are back for this Wednesday, August 1st, and Thursday, August 2nd edition of Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with me uh, through the voice issues that I've had. Locked On Lions today brought to you by NordicTrack.com and our friends at Vivid Seats at VividSeats.com as well. Talk to you again tomorrow.